The only thing I have that's six figures is my kill count. I may not be rich, but I always get what I want. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Every week, we're just going to sit around, drink an entire bottle of wine, and talk about housewives. So 80% housewives, 10% drinking wine, and the other 10% Brian calling me out. <laughs> Probably more than 10%. Thank you for listening to So Nasty, So Rude with Brian and Hannah. Here we go again, another week sober. Well, not the full week, I guess, but just, another Thursday sober. Yeah, just our Thursday sober, which is kind of nice, I guess. It is, but I kind of like the glass of wine for a pick-me-up. I feel like by Thursday, mm. we're a little groggy, work is meh. Yeah, I'm just mumbling my way through today. <laughs> and so, wine kind of gives us a, a little spunk in our step. A little spunk? Um, so, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. <laughs> you spent it with me. <laughs> exactly. It was Canadian Thanksgiving, and Hannah and Andrew came over on Sunday. I did all the cooking. He did. It was really good. Thank you very much. Andrew he, did all the cleaning. He did, and he did very well. <laughs> Hannah sat on her ass. <laughs> and I drank wine, which I did very well at. You weren't even drinking wine, you liar. What was I drinking? You were drinking vodka waters. Oh, yeah, vodka waters. Those were actually really good. You still have a bunch in the fridge, right? Ah, uh, well, yes, it's yours now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was great. It was good. It was a fun night. Yeah, I had a good time. And I guess let's hop into our not wine this week because we're still drinking sparkling soda. So cheers to Perrier. Cheers to Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. That sound. Oh, man, it sounds depressing. Yeah, I mean, this also tastes depressing. (laughs) And this is one of those flavors, apparently. It's the lime one that I always mix with vodka. Oh, so you're starting to, like, get that aftertaste of vodka? Yeah, I'm going to get, like, a contact high or whatever. It's so true. I do. Woo! (laughs) Spilt it everywhere. (laughs) You're already drunk. (laughs) It's so full. (laughs) Oh, that's what she said. Anyway, (laughs) so... (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, let's hop into episodes this week, starting off with Potomac so, is back on our screen. So first episode, and what are your thoughts? I like it, and I think we talked before about intros not being on the first episode. Did you notice that with I Potomac? I did notice that. Interesting. Yeah. I never noticed it before until we randomly spoke about it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. And I want to go back and watch the old ones. I don't know if it's always been that way. Or they just start so dramatically now. Yeah. Because Beverly Hills started with Dorit's break-in. Yeah. Like, that was, it was the security cam footage. And then Salt Lake City started with the 2019 intros Mm -hmm. and how everything's been flipped around in present day. Yeah. And then this one started with all of, like, that drama. Yeah, maybe, I guess, obviously production and editing is way different than what it was in the past. Yeah, so... I did notice it It must this time. be a new thing. Yeah, who it's knows? It's definitely a new thing. Who knows? But overall, I'm really excited for Potomac. I really like the women's chemistry, I think. <sighs> Mia is... A, she's the ugly duckling for sure. Like, she's the one that doesn't fit the cast. And you can see it already, but I'm curious to see how it's going to play out. Isn't she a friend of this year? No, I think she's a full castmate. Is she? Okay. I think she is. I'll have to look it up. But I understand why they were trying to add a new woman to the mix last year. But they just have such good natural chemistry. They do. And like Giselle 
and Karen are getting along. What? I kind of like it when they get along. Same. They're fun together. It's like Erica and Sutton. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're really fun together. But and they're little like back and forth. I like it. They have really good banter. They do. They're two people that can dish it and take it. I would say so. Yes. So, and I think that's what I really like about it. But a huge topic of conversation this episode was around Ashley buying a house with, with her. a joint LLC with Michael. Yes, so they're divorcing. Or separating. Or separating, because they have to be separated for an entire year before they actually get divorced. Is that the same everywhere? I don't know. I literally have no idea. She just said Virginia. I know there's, like, rules. I'm just not sure if it's, like, six huh. months, a year, three months. Okay. I'm sure places are different. So what are your thoughts on buying a house with your future divorce husband? Well, fuck, man. He's rich. And if he's willing to, why the fuck not? Because then you're bound. Like, you have fin- you don't have financial freedom. He still She's has control over you. never financial freedom. Yeah, but he's still going to have control so, over you. But, like, let's like let's put it out there. She didn't marry him for his nice fucking looks. For sure. She married him because of what's in his pocket. Totally. So, for her, I it doesn't surprise me. But she has the ability to take, maybe not half. Obviously, the prenup is a lot more complicated than just taking yeah. half your assets. Yeah. But sh- their prenup expired. And so, she's still going to be entitled to a healthy sum. I guess not a healthy sum enough to buy herself a home. I don't know. I think, and I don't think we can ever judge it until we're in that position. And when you're in that position, maybe you think differently. she also has two sons with him too, Sure, but she could still have a nice four-bedroom home. Like, it is Potomac. Like, their houses aren't expensive. Even Mia's rent being $10,000, she's like, it ain't cheap. I'm sorry, by Toronto standards, $10,000, yes, is expensive. Don't get me wrong. But it's not out of this world. Yeah, but I think I think Michael's like rich, rich, and I believe Ashley's probably used to living at a standard. Like, don't they have like a penthouse or some shit like that? Like, it's a beautiful fucking home. I actually don't think that their condo's that nice, but that's my own well, opinion. Well, in standards, it's nice. <laughs> I would expect more, but whatever. You would live there so fast. Not with him. Well, no, I'm not asking you to live with him. <laughs> That's not part of the equation. <laughs> um, do I think it's a good idea? Probably not. But do I think it's like on standard for her? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. It's a business transaction. Like I her think uncle so. Said. Yeah. And business. don't get me wrong. I am all here for a business transaction. We'll talk about giving blowies for favors later. <laughs> yeah. I'm not above it. Trust me. But I just think she's like... <sighs> Not setting herself up for failure, but setting herself up for a very complicated situation down the line. Totally. Now, do we know, to, like, today, does she have a house? I don't know. House? I haven't looked at her social media or anything. To, well, she like, probably kept it off to keep her storyline. True. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. They actually are doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving some stuff to the imagination. Come to think of it, I haven't seen any Potomac drama Not on social really. media. Get Fucking get a hint, Lisa Renna. Yeah. Beverly Hills, everywhere. Salt Lake City, pfft. Not even social media everywhere, a little bit, mostly legal stuff. Yeah. So it's public knowledge anyways. I'd say they're middle ground. Yeah. But Potomac, not at all. Yeah, no, they're pretty, uh, keep their shit wrapped. And so, speaking of complicated partner relationships, Juan and Robin Mm -hmm. getting a prenup 
and it's flipped reverse flipped roles now because she's the breadwinner yeah. where before he was. I think we both know how we both feel. Yeah, I'm all for prenups. It just keeps things clean. Yeah, I don't understand when people are offended by it, to be quite honest. That's just my opinion. Because I think it's a contract. Because you never know when shit's going to go off. Yeah, and statistically, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or, sorry, statistically, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. I knew what you meant. They're going to get divorced. (laughs) Or they might. They've already done it once. Like, if history's going to repeat itself... I think it's smart. I think people are too emotional. It's just for protection. And I don't understand why people get so like... Well, we're not emotional people. I know. At all. We'd be like, yeah, where's the dotted line? (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'd be like, well, I want a little bit more of that. Yeah. But it's funny because when she was having that conversation with Sharice, Sharice was like, oh no, like I want half. But that's because she hasn't done anything with her life. Exactly. And so she wants to make 50% of everything he did... But I agree with the fact that it shouldn't always be 50-50. Sure, if they supported you and helped you while you built your business, you should get a cut. That's not 50-50, in my opinion. Because don't you get spousal support too? And that's like something different than what you would get for a month. Or like alimony or something. Alimony, something like that. Yeah, and I think it's different for everyone. It depends on the business. It depends on the level of support you offered. And so that's why when everyone talks about this easy 50-50 split, I don't believe in that. Fair. I do I believe, sure, you're entitled to something, mm-hmm. not 50%. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, I don't... I used to really like Wendy, but last season she rubbed me the wrong way. This season she's with Peter. I don't understand the Peter thing. I wasn't a fan of Wendy last year either, but I really don't get the Peter thing. It seems like so... And also, is this the first time in Housewife World there's a mix like... One husband from one franchise is going to another. Huh. Is it? Yeah, because I guess Apollo came back, but that was still Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Problem making history. Herstory. Herstory. Who cares, though? Like, I know. I never just... liked Peter. Yeah. Don't, don't care for Cynthia. We'll get into that later. But, but also, uh, Wendy, I've never a fan of her. I don't know. I really liked... Nah. I think I liked the idea of Wendy. I like who she is. I like what she stands for. She's incredibly intellectual and accomplished. I respect it. There's just something about the way she communicates with the other women. Or like the way she jives with the other women. She puts herself at a higher, like, she's at a... She believes she's above that. Yeah, she believes she's above that. Or she comes off that way. That's how I take it. From her four degrees. Totally. Which is fine, but don't be in a group like that. It comes off condescending. It is. I see. It's totally condescending. And I felt that was happening a lot last season, and I'm sh- from the looks of it, it's gonna continue this season. Yeah, I think it's just a personality thing for her. Either it's like you either jive with it or you don't. Yeah, and I think maybe in person I would actually jive with her, just on TV with the other women. Eh, we'll see how this season plays out. Ah, uh, Mia, another one I just don't know how I feel anymore. Kind of liked her last season. So eh. I don't understand what's happening. With the cancer story because... Well, she doesn't even understand what's happening, it sounds like. So Giselle and Karen, I guess, confronted her about what she posted on Instagram regarding... But they both confronted her in two very different ways, in two very different tones, where Karen was more of concern and just looking for clarification. Oh, yeah, Giselle was like... Where Giselle was like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Mm, And, like, that's... there's certain things you tiptoe with, and I don't say that often. I am very combative. I'm very confrontational. But it has something to do with health. 
But there's certain things you tiptoe. But even in her post, she says she hasn't been diagnosed. She has found lumps. So why are... Why is everyone, like, fucking losing their mind over There was it? something in it about cancer. Was there something in it? I think because she went to the... the cancer ho- society or whatever. Cancer society, maybe. But other than that, I'm, I don't understand the issue. I never read the post. So it could also maybe be that it's potentially cancerous, which is a true fact. If you yeah, find a lump... Yeah, biopsy. Exactly. Yeah. There's a possibility. Yeah, and I'm... I think their questions were, were, why are you jumping to social media right away when you don't know and you're throwing that what out Mia there? What Mia should have said was, um, I was trying to give like awareness for it. She didn't play she, that card. But she didn't. She The card she played didn't work for the ladies. No, they were just saying that she's a attention whore. Yeah. And I think she is. Yeah, but like I think they're all attention whores. A hundred percent. You don't go on this show if you don't like attention. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. But that's what I think they're calling her out for. I never heard her even say in her confessionals that it was for awareness. No, I'm saying that's the, that's the card she probably she, should have played. Yeah, she wanted to if, get her way out. Yeah, if she wanted her way out of it. So obviously her intentions weren't that. No, they weren't because she, she stumbled around it. But I don't understand why the ladies were confronting her so like aggressively about it when she didn't even say that she had cancer. She just said she found lumps and they're getting biopsied. Well, I think that's just Giselle calling people out. It's really yeah. just Giselle that was going at her. Like, yeah, Ashley well, and Karen had Giselle questions. Giselle was in a mood because when fucking Wendy came <laughs> to go hug her, she's like, hi, no, don't, no hugs. We're don't not doing t- that. Don't touch me. I kind of love it, though. I did, too. It made me laugh. Because, like, it's true. If you have beef. It was probably the least fakest moment I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. And even though her face after, she didn't say to talk to yeah. anyone. She probably didn't even know if that, like, her face was going to air at that moment. She's just like, like what yeah, the fuck Yeah, she happened? was, like, not playing at all. I love but it, it. But it was so real. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. So far, good hope with the series. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I love Potomac. I always have. And I'm so excited that it's back. Fair. I agree. It's a good refresh. I I agree. Uh, speaking of exhaustion and needing a refresh, here's some Beverly Hills. I don't want to. <laughs> Fuck. So the first part aired. It was a lot. <laughs> Let's start with something happier around Jamie Lee Curtis. I loved that she came. Do you think she's like, fuck, man, I'm going on tour and this is where I have to stop? Uh, Beverly Hills reunion for her press tour. Well, she kind of had some like underlying shade when she's like, I had no idea the level of power that your show had. I don't blame her, but it was kind of fun with her rebranding her, her, um, totally. What do you call it? It's a smart move, her charity. Her charity, yeah. The chicest children's charity ever. It's it's good. Cha cha cha. Cha cha cha. Um, and she gave Dorit props, and rightfully so. Honestly, Dorit put the charity yeah, on the map. Dorit was, like, fucking eating that up. Like, she had I the wide, it. doe-eyed love look. And the wind chimes named after her. I love it. it Honestly, I really liked that moment. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan. So, I thought it was cool. Are you gonna watch the movie? Yeah, I'm going on tomorrow. I have tickets. Oh, it's, like, actually... <laughs> it's out tomorrow. Oh, okay. It's gonna be so bad. The last one was terrible. I'm a huge Halloween fan. Never seen any. Oh my god. So good. So we can have like a marathon. Oh god, kill me. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But the last one wasn't great. It's like a cult classic thing. Yeah. Like I don't expect the one that comes out tomorrow to actually be good. Gotcha. But I have to. It's the last one in in the series. So Kyle 
looks so thin at the reunion. And the photos we're going to talk about later, she looks so thin. Yeah. She mentioned coming onto the reunion that she just got a boob reduction. Yeah, it will do that. I wonder if that's playing a role. I know she's been working out a lot more. I heard Teddy say that on her mm-hmm. podcast, that she's really been hitting the gym or whatever. But... King Teddy. I wonder if having a boob reduction is playing it a role. It does, yeah. I, I can imagine it so. But she looks good. She looks super good. I agree. So we... I guess going to more of, like, the deeper stuff, uh, do you want to talk about Dorit's, I guess, segment with the breaking in the house and how, like, Kyle has to make everything about her? Yeah, I mean, I'm over the break-in, so what do you want to say? Well, so, Andy's asking her questions, <laughs> and Andy yawns first, I guess. Do you think that was planted? I don't know. I can't trust anything anymore. I don't trust... Anything. What are the odds? And Dorit said the exact same thing right away. Yeah, it felt a little staged. Probably was. And then, kind of while Dorit's like just about finishing like her speech, Kyle's like, "Oh, did you guys hear? The guy that stole all my shit texted me. We gave him money. Really, Kyle? It's not about you. No one cares about your shit anymore." I actually thought it was nice that. She's the opportunity to get her stuff back. Like the sentimental stuff. I hear you. I, I'm not. She didn't even get it back. She just gave the due money. <laughs> Erica gave her shit. Yeah, like you fucking idiot. Yeah. Because now he's going to go do it again. Mm-hmm. He's getting what he wants. So. You're making it worth it. We don't talk about Kyle within like 10 minutes, my lord. It always has to come back it to her. It always comes back to Kyle. And speaking of that, I'm happy they called her out about. Her being a bitch to Sutton when Sutton was trying to relate to Diana regarding the mm. miscarriage. And on the same breath, Kyle is trying to relate to Crystal about the eating disorder yeah. thing. And Kyle's only excuse is like, well, I'm drunk. And they're like, okay, good enough. And I know, they I was move gonna say, on. They went easy on like, her. Damn. I fucking, like, I just, I can't. That's This is my big issue with Beverly Hills. There's a hierarchy. There is. And it annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. I see it. I hear you. I don't disagree. I do really love Kyle most of the time. This was not her season for me. I'm curious to see what happens next season. I don't think she'll get fired. She won't get fired. I think if anything, she would leave voluntarily. Yes. I think that's like the only option. She's definitely not getting fired. No. No, She's way too important in like the Bravo world. She's foundational. Yeah. Totally. And keeping on the Kyle topic... I don't understand, like, where all this hurt and, like, anger goes towards Crystal. She was, like, out to get Crystal this episode. Yeah, she was waiting to pounce on her when Crystal was talking about those statements. You could see it in her eyes. Like, she was just waiting for the moment. Yeah, like, anything Crystal said, she just jumped on it. And I respect that Crystal's not afraid to push back. Crystal did not do a good job at defending herself, though. She, I understand what she was trying to say. She didn't articulate it well because she was nervous, caught off guard, felt attacked, whatever the reason. Yeah. I don't think she got her point across. I do think what she said kind of made sense if you really stopped to listen to the words she was saying. Yeah. In that moment, though, they're not doing that. So you need to put it into simple terms yeah. to get your point across. I totally understood what she was getting or what she was trying to say. And Kyle's just, like, blatantly calling her a liar. Because Kyle didn't understand it. And she's like, are you confused? What are you confused about? And it just made me laugh. But it's all, like, Sutton's over it. Her and Sutton have got along. They've squashed it. 
Good no one son. else is letting it go. Good for Sun for being like, hey, I understood, like she said, I understood why Crystal used those words. We had a nice talk and we had moved past it. And then everyone else like, why is this okay? Literally everyone. everyone. Not a, every single person. I love Garcelle. And what she said made sense. She just wanted to be heard. She's like, yeah. if she said something that was racist, that's going to cause a problem with our relationship. Yes. That's why I wanted clarity. Yes. And I completely understand where Garcelle And then she backed from. off. But the peanut gallery on the fucking side, like, why are you guys just, like, chirping in? I know. And it, and then even Andy kind of jumped in on it, too. He, yeah, he had something out for her, That's I what I mean. He really kind of did. And I, I felt bad for Crystal. I do, too. Because I felt like, A, no one was letting her explain herself. No one was allowing her to feel what she wanted to feel. And she was like, this is how I felt. Like, I'm not going to change the way I felt because you guys don't agree with it. And everyone just kept talking over her. And it's so interesting because Crystal's obviously a very sensitive and emotional person, but so is Kyle. And no one really holds her to a different standard. No, my God. Or everyone holds her to a different standard, I should say. And... She's so emotional, so sensitive, and always like, well, that's how I feel, and that, I can't change it, and this is who I am, and everyone like, just accepts it. But if Crystal does it, they hold her to the stake. Totally. And I guess, speaking of Crystal and everyone else's reactions, when Crystal was talking about that she was upset when Dorit shared that she purged every day, I think we made comments around how wrong that is when that happened. Like, yeah, we were already on, like, Crystal's side for that. That is so disgusting. Obviously, it's something in private... And this is an eating disorder, something she's challenged with every single day. Yeah. And then you go and share a private detail and like that. And then argue with her about it. Yeah. Who and are you? Again, when you're on the show, you put certain things on the table and you allow them to be talked about, but at high level. Talk about the eating disorder. Yeah. I hope she's doing well. There are certain details where you cross the line. Like, for example, that clip that I didn't make into the episode with Kyle telling Erica that... I'm glad you guys all saw how Kathy really is. Got pissed off when Crystal said it in yeah. front of everyone. Yeah. It's a different standard. And I feel like with Beverly Hills, you really see it. Yeah. You can really see... Who's at the top who's and who's at the, the bottom. And who's at the bottom. And yeah. right now at the bottom is Garcelle, Crystal, and Sutton. I don't know if Garcelle is. Oh, let me tell you. Garcelle's fighting her fucking way to the top. She is. She had a great episode. She had a great season. Great season, but this one, I'm A, I'm so happy she yelled at fucking Kyle. That was mm-hmm. the best. That made my day. And that also telling Diana that she has no respect for her. <laughs> but, and the thing is, is that Garcelle doesn't speak to be heard. She speaks when it's important. But you can see in her face this round, she was pissed. Like, there yeah. was one part where she was, like, grinding her teeth with speaking with Diana. Mind you, she kept her cool. She, she explained herself so well. But I can tell this one, like, this time it really pissed her off. Like, she wasn't playing. Yeah. That whole Diana thing. Like, Yeah, fuck off, Diana. I hope you don't come back. And everyone's saying she is reading from a teleprompter. I don't believe she's reading from a teleprompter because I don't believe anyone has handed the questions beforehand. Like, look at Erica, look at Jen and their situations, and it's been confirmed they didn't get the questions before. Totally. You go into this and you know what may be asked. Yeah. And so... 
she doesn't have the ability to read from a teleprompter. I believe she's rehearsed. I believe she has I prepared feel, I, answers. So I but heard. she's also on Zoom. When you're on Zoom, there's multiple screens. Yes. Like, we've done this for two and a half years, people. We know how Zoom works. Your eyes are going to be up or down based on the screen you're looking at. No yeah. one's actually looking at their own camera. Totally. I. It, she just looked, whatever. I don't believe she was reading from something. I believe she could have been being coached. Perhaps. Um, yeah. That probably I believe like, that's probably That's it. probably yep. the better... Yeah, she uh, probably had someone in the room because she has COVID and her makeup artist doesn't have masks. Yeah, we, but, and she looks fucking phenomenal, but like, whatever. And she looked like she was kind of faking it, like oh. trying to breathe <laughs> through her nose. I'm sick. Literally. I can't come in today. <laughs> I'm sick. Girl, you didn't want to get knocked out by fucking Garcelle. Or anyone else. Oh my God. But. I hope this is her only segment. I think she has one more. Ugh. I think she has one more. So another takeaway from all of this was I felt they kind of just shoved the Jax thing under the rug and they didn't give it the time it needed to. And not only that, rather than just focusing on Garcelle and her son, they're like kind of made it a broad statement. I don't think anyone can compare to what was said to Jax as a 14 year old boy and the circumstances that it's under. Okay. So Two parts to this. So I'm going to take the part of you felt like they didn't highlight it enough first. No. And they publicly condemned it. And so what else would you have wanted to see? I guess to go more into how it affected him and how it affected Garcelle. Right. I agree. And kind of focus on them only. Not only be like, they brought something up with Lisa Rinna, like calling her a beast or something like that. Like, how can you compare the two? Yeah, I think the conversation should have been more targeted to the negative impact and how it should have been spun to cyberbullying. Yeah. And what the impact of this is. And they made the very brief comment around you can love them, you can love to hate them, but stop the bullying. Yeah. And that was nice to say, but I feel like they could have went a little bit further. Yeah. Especially on Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills fans are savage. Yeah. There's they really no one are. else out there like them. And then I guess the other side of it is, were you expecting them to show more of the text or more of the DMs or the comments? Because we only saw, like, I think two or three. No, I think what they showed was, they showed that really, that really bad one. Yeah. And that brings into, like, the Diana thing. While she's, why is she threatening Garcelle? Because he posted that and said, this is enough. Yeah. The, the comment was already there with her name. Like, yeah. it's already on Instagram. How are you going to threaten her and her family? And I'm so happy she's like, I'm protecting my son. I don't have to protect any of you. A hundred percent. The way she... And shut fucking Kyle Challenged up. that. Yeah. That was amazing. Because it's so true. Like, you're mama bear mode. Like, all yeah. you care about is you and your kid. And it, it kind of made me You're a, some socialite that has the means to hire security. And, and she's like, I got my own investigation. Like, yeah. Fucking step back. Um, and if, I don't oh, sorry, go ahead. know if Diana hired these bots. I, It's hard to say. Obviously, everything looks like it. she did, but it's also easy to plant something like that. It is. And I don't you know, know how I mean? they'll ever find out who actually did it. Well, I'm I sure mean, they found I'm out sure there's that ways. The, where the leak came from in Aspen. Yeah. So there's ways to find things there out. Is. I don't, I, I think I just, I just don't want to believe that people are that sick. And people Same. that are taking money to do that. Well, like, they're equally at fault. Well, that, yeah, isn't it disgusting? Well, that's what Garcelle says. She's like, if it is someone from this group, they're going to do something so awful to make sure I leave. 
because I'm going to do everything to protect my son. So like, right. how fucking yeah. sad that is. Like, that's awful. And, like, we always talk about kids and families being off limits. Why aren't they off limits? It's because it's an easy way to hurt someone. And that's what I mean, like... Don't sign up for this show if you are that sensitive and you have that much to protect or, that you need to go that far or below you're the that belt. Disgust- yeah, you're that disgusting. You're going to go that far to hurt someone. Yeah. And I guess we'll close it off with Beverly Hills with uh, Garcelle telling Diana, why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> I love it. I love it too. All right, let's hop into Salt Lake City. Okay. <laughs> So uh, we need to start with the fact that we were jumping to conclusions left, right, and center yeah, last Yeah, week. we were just making assumptions. And we were so wrong, and I'm so happy that And we I'm were very wrong. happy I'm wrong, too. Yeah. Makes me feel better. But she is pissed about something. She is pissed about something. And we'll something. get to that. But yeah, I feel like they should know not to do this anymore. The, these healing retreats. These healing things are like literally doing the gut like work. Yeah, they work backwards yeah. almost. But... It's the whole episode is really centered around Lisa and Meredith's estranged relationship. Yes, and Meredith, I love her. She is so controlled she's all the time. So cut blank, like she's just so like yeah. to the point. Yeah, I literally want her Ambien prescription. Like she's just always right. so zen. Yeah, so. What did you think about Lisa's apology to Meredith at the beginning of the episode? I thought her apology was bullshit. I think she could have done a much better job at accepting accountability. And she kept saying that, I don't feel that way. I don't... I was just heated in the moment. I think there was more to that. And Meredith is saying that she's heard that she said other things. I think this was an opportunity for her to just fucking own it. Yeah. Accept it and move on from it. And I don't think she took that opportunity and she thinks that she can get away with it. And she said it because of Meredith said her house is ugly or something. I like forgot that. about that. <laughs> but know. again, that's her getting caught in a lie yeah. where she's like, oh, I didn't think that. She's like, well, you fucking said it in LA. Yeah. When they were filming the reunion. And so she's just, I think, trying to get the least amount of blood on her and it's backfiring. Totally. I do think she feels bad. I do think she regrets it. I just don't think she's accepting full accountability. Well, also, I think she feels bad because she's kind of like the person out of the group, right? But it's also what Meredith said. She's like, she's not even mad she said it. She's mad she was heard that she said it. Yeah, totally. It's 100% true, I think. I think so. Yeah, of course. She got caught. And just own it. And that's how you move past it, though. Yeah. I just don't think she's going to be able to, like really own it because obviously she has like a little bit of hate for her she can't now <laughs> yeah she's too oh. deep into it she totally. can't own it now i don't think i do feel bad for lisa in the fact that it's it is always a gang up it is always her is. against the rest of the group it was the same thing last year and she takes the heat for everything because she's the most vocal because she's the loudest yeah she naturally has to take the most heat totally i agree like, the last reunion, she got it. Like, And it was all, like, Jen stuff. Like, I don't know. But this episode, the ultimate pot sir award goes to Whitney fucking Rose. Holy shit. What was going on with her? She was loaded, firstly. She had, like, yeah. She gets real sloppy, real drunk. And, girl, I love a sloppy drunk. I'm <laughs> right there with it. you. We're here for it. But... If you're going to stir the pot to the point that you don't even know what you're saying, and Heather's telling you that, yeah, you fucked it up, you didn't communicate that, you weren't clear. 
Like, okay. there's, go, take a step back. I'm also confused because didn't Heather actually say that to Whitney? Not Heather, sorry, uh, Meredith. So Meredith, so, <laughs> Meredith is also playing lawyer. So right that's now what I was gonna say. Did because it's all semantics say- of the words she said. Oh, so it's semantic. Oh, it's okay, all well, semantics. Then, that's what I was confused. I was like, she did say it though. <laughs> no, she said that there's things that pertain to it. Oh my she didn't God. say it is. That's why but that's fucking what, Wendy's she, all fucked up. <laughs> she's like... <laughs> she can't keep up with it. She's like, what are the these details? words? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I think Whitney also did initiate part of that conversation with Meredith when they were in their backyard. Yeah. Or whatever it was. And so they're both at fault. And so I get what Whitney was originally saying by, we're all mad that she's saying this shit behind her. You're back or whatever, but we did the same thing. I get it. I hear you. You're not wrong. But get your facts straight. Yeah. Get your story straight. And understand who said what if you want to squash it. Her intention was to squash it and move on. Yeah. You had to have all your ducks in a row. Yeah. It, they were not. There was ducks missing. And again, why Heather was pissed is because this trip was supposed to be for Jen. Oh, Who yeah. at that time is quote unquote innocent. Yes. <laughs> Jen's having a nervous breakdown in the corner. It was just like such a slot fest at one point. I don't understand really what happened. <laughs> well, Whitney was just spewing alternate facts. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was really having a hard time following and they're all in their lingerie yelling at each other. And I can't take it seriously. Just the visual was a and lot. And it's about jazz tickets. And I thought they were going to like a fucking music show. Like, <laughs> No, it was in a court side. Like, I was. City level basketball. I was having a legit hard time following this. <laughs> like, so someone said that Lisa was doing sexual favors for side, like courtside, courtside tickets. tickets. I thought it was a music thing, like and jazz also for, to get Vita into establishment. Yeah, and honestly, who cares? I've given blowjobs for a lot less. Well, <laughs> like, if you're gonna give me a multi thousand dollar PO, you're fucking right. Yeah. Give me a blowjob. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like Heather was saying. Heather was like, okay, so what if she is a whore? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if she does do that? And yeah. then Whitney did the no-no and I think flipped it on Heather. Yeah. And Heather was not for it. Yeah. And I think this is where the drama between them is going to start. Episode three. But I think I did realize this episode, why Salt Lake City is my favorite. Why? I'm rewatching all the new old New Yorks mm-hmm. right now. I skipped season five, I think. It was not good. I think I'm on six now. But, and we all know I love Beverly Hills. Yeah. Salt Lake is like the perfect hybrid of True. like New York drunk messiness and Beverly Hills glam. Yeah, I can see that. That's it's like good. both of my two favorite worlds almost collided. Yeah, I see that. Do you watch- see the connection? I'm watching season six too right now from New York. Oh, when Heather and Carol come in? Yeah, I love Heather and Carol. I do Heather's love- a shit stirrer too. I know, but I love Heather. Same. Heather's one of my favorites. Mm, I don't I don't, don't think I'd say that, but I like her a lot. Reel this back though. We're not getting into the New York black hole. But I think that's what I realized this episode is they are so messy, but like they're so glam, they're, they're so drunk elevated. Messy. Yeah. Because New York is drunk messy. Yeah. Those girls drink. Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, shall we move to Hot Topics? Yeah, let's do it. And stick around. We'll be right back. 
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to rate us wherever you listen and follow us on Instagram at So Nasty So Rude Podcast. Okay, so Mia's business, we talked last week about it and the few details we had, but it, there's a pattern here mm-hmm. where she is putting things on social media for attention. Totally. And she, it was just interesting timing of when she put that post on, when the first episode of Potomac aired. There's just some, and I, this is all speculation. This is all me being in yeah. my head and this is what keeps me up at night. <laughs> but it just seems very suspect. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. It's going to be interesting if this goes into play with this season. But it, if it just happened now, they stopped film. But they maybe like here. there was like some weird shit happening along maybe the way. Maybe we see the business transition. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. If we see the business transition to him and then this, it's all bullshit. Totally. All right. bullshit. She's solidifying her next season. All right. If we that's the case. We said it today. October 13th. <laughs> but if I, I swear, I, that's her solidifying her next season. Yeah. I think so. So Kyle's photo shoot, very briefly, she looks amazing. She the does. Photoshop looked a little much. Well, clearly, there's lots of Photoshop. But, I, but it's there's good. always a lot of Photoshop. Well, this but like, this looks excessive. like. Yeah. Like they, they the dropped shimmer. her like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks amazing. But she doesn't she, look like that in real life. No, she doesn't. Like she's what, 55? Uh, she's, I think, like, 52 or something. Yeah, but, she's looking even like a 30-year-old. Even without makeup, she looks hot. She looks so good. Yeah, Kyle's she looks a beautiful, amazing. beautiful, beautiful, but she looks like she's trying to be Nip. like her daughter. Yeah, she's a little <laughs> nip and tucked there. A little bit, but gorgeous photos. I loved it. Agreed. So do I. And so there was rumors this week that I also started circulating because I was so excited about mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Dallas coming back and a reboot. And apparently it was going to be announced at BravoCon. Which is happening this weekend. Which happens this weekend. All the Housewives are flying out today. So we'll have a lot of hot topics, I think, for next week. I hope so. Is Brandy <laughs> going to be there with Tamara and Denise Richards? Uh, all, I don't know. Gasp. Gasp. They're going to have a threesome. Yes, do it. Where were we? <laughs> we <lost laughs> I lost my train of thought. Real Housewives of Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> We just got so excited. Woo. Okay. Dallas. But Stephanie Holman came out this week and debunked it. And she said, I don't have a contract with them. I haven't spoke to them. I'm not going to BravoCon. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going. So either she's really trying to cover it up, which has happened in the past. Yep. Or it's just us spreading fake news again. Would you be excited to see it back? Yes, I would. I really loved Dallas a lot. Did you? Yeah. yeah. The last season got a little rough. Again, it was COVID. They were trying to figure it out. COVID they, was weird. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to figure it out. But I really liked the, sh- the franchise a lot. Yeah, the first three. Especially Stephanie. I love, love, Same. love her. I love Deandra. I actually liked Tiffany. She didn't go over well with the fans for some reason. Mm-hmm. Cameron, I was hit and miss. Also problematic now, knowing what we know. Yeah. But I would love to see it back. Agreed. What's not coming back is Cynthia and Mike and well, their maybe, hashtag chill. <laughs> well, maybe that means she is coming back to Atlanta then. Could be. Girl She's going to need that money. Yeah. So they announced their separation or divorce after two years. That's it. Wow. Fuck, that's yeah, it. Yeah, because they got married Ma- during COVID. It just doesn't work for her. How long was she married for Peter with? Like, how long was she I married to Peter? I think that was Peter? a little while. But like I don't think years, they were, like, happy within their... Yeah, I think it was forced. It was forced. So that sucks for Cynthia. Um, I mean, I don't really care. I'm not the biggest Cynthia fan. She's gorgeous, but, like, she doesn't give me much. Yeah. We'll see if she comes back. Oh, sad. I just shed a tear. 
All right, move on. (laughs) uh, Bethany, speaking of messes, well, we weren't speaking about it, but let's speak about messes on social media. She's a mess on social media. I don't think she's that big of a mess. It doesn't bug me. I think she's kind of funny. So I think she's funny. I like that she's swearing, but it is a little messy. Okay. Let's provide some context to her story. So I don't know. Did we mention it last week on the pod, or were we just talking? It could have been just you and I talking. So. We noticed that Bethany's been far more active recently than she's ever been. And she's doing this whole thing about rating beauty products. And it could be like Sephora and Ulta level brands or pharmacy like CVS and Walgreens yeah. brands. And talking about her favorites that are worth the money and not worth the money and like her good finds at a bargain price. And it's skyrocketed. And we know Bethany. She's a business mogul. Everything she does is to move a business forward in some sense. And I was wondering, like, this obviously is for something, and I don't know what. But apparently, and I'm going to let you tell the story, because I couldn't even watch this stupid fucking video. I was so (laughs) annoyed. But apparently she's trademarked. It's a scam. Yes. So a TikToker influencer, small one, found out that she trademarked. It's a scam. So she started talking about that, kind of like how you're saying that maybe this is something. Like, maybe she's trying to produce a show or something like that. Now, Bethany sent her a cease and desist. Is that true? Yes. This is true. Bethany has confirmed it. Mm. Sent her a cease and assist. Also, this girl couldn't articulate her thoughts. Now, I don't know if it's that girl or someone else. Or this video you sent me? Yeah. It was tragic. Well, I don't know if it was this girl, but it was someone on TikTok. Okay. So, Bethany came on and explained herself that she's had that trademarked for years and that she's not going to re-trademark because she did have an idea for a show. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess what this girl was saying, it was something to do with, was her beast strong? Mm-hmm. She has like that. Um, charity. I guess the girl says something negative about that. So I that's see. why she was pissed. Because mm. she's like, I don't care if you say anything else. Don't go for my foundation. Totally. And. Understandably. I found out she has, she trademarked food porn, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. A lot of people trademark a lot of things. Like well, Chris Jenner trademarked momager. Yeah. Like. It depends. She's like, the girl's so stupid. There's like different categories that you can trademark. And Bethany went off. I kind of loved it. It was a lot, though. I thought it was a funny video. It was a lot, though. And she was just cussing and like so mad. Yeah, I was living for her cussing. She was pissed. But for a different audience, it was very aggressive. So people were pissed because she sent that cease and desist to someone who's a small influencer. And but she, that's all don't it go is. After my charity. Yeah, she's like that's basically what she said. Like, don't talk about my charity. Yeah. Don't talk about anything else. That's the one thing I'm gonna. Honestly, stop. I get it though. I get it because if you don't put your foot down, who else is gonna her do it? Because her strong charity has done some really great of things. Course. Yeah, some, hundreds of millions of dollars yeah, some have been amazing it. stuff, and it, I'm sure it's something she's very proud of, as she should be. Agreed. So that's all it was about. I still watch her videos. Yeah, we I talk like about them. those fine lines and certain yeah. lines you don't cross, and that was hers. And she let them know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And I think that's it. All right. Well, cheers to another week down. Sober. Gonna go drive home. <laughs> All right, man. Love, love you. Thank you for listening to So Nasty and So Rude. With Brian and Hannah. 